Ah, tis the season to give thanks. Yes, it is Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Just a couple of days away now. Are you ready? What are you doing? Are you traveling? Are you traveling locally? Do you have to hit a couple of houses? Are you staying put? Are you invited somewhere? Hopefully you got somewhere to go. Uh, but I'm very, very thankful, man. Very, very thankful. And it is my favorite, favorite holiday. What I do miss, though, living here in Florida is the cold, is the brisk temperatures. And I just, I do miss that. I do honestly miss that. I am a New Jersey boy. My wife keeps saying, why don't you say that you've been down here longer than you've been in New Jersey? Just about, well, whatever, man. Whatever. It's how it goes. And that's one of the things. Before I bring on my guests, what I'm going to kind of get into today, you know, can you go back? Can you go back, whether it's where you used to live? I, I'm talking about like to go back to live. Could you go back to a job that you once had or at a place where you used to work? relationship can you go back to an ex most I, well we'll get into that and in a couple of different stories on what's going on but anyway let me do if you're new to the rock stops here where do i stop i stop and talk with those that have made it in sports entertainment whether you're a coach a player an entertainer media person you know, that's kind of where I've been going, you know, and how did you get there? What was your reasoning? Yes, you got to work hard. Yes, da, 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 yeah, yeah. Or maybe the limelight is no longer there. What's life after that? Anyway, so without further ado, let me bring on my guest. This week, I really look up to this guy. He's a good dude. Beasley Reese. I don't, he's pushing, I don't think he's 70 yet. I think he's like 69. Um, he was an NFL cornerback. He had a great story. He's a, from Waco, Texas. That's where he grew up, played his high school football. He walked on at North Texas State, a walk-on in college, North Texas State. Ninth-round pick, Cowboys. They drafted him as an athlete. They moved him. A couple of weeks in training camp, they said, you know what, let's move you to wide receiver. Next season, he has to go back to corner. He was waived. Giants picked him up. He was a safety. Ended his career with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and then he got into broadcasting. And right away, he gets in. Oh, not like a little local. No, no, no. I mean, he gets, he's doing national. He's doing NFL games, color and sideline for NBC and CBS. And then he's working the Summer Olympics I believe it was for NBC at the time. And he's doing all kinds of different sports that he didn't know. And then he's the main sports anchor at a couple different markets. He was in Hartford. Uh, he was here in Tampa, WTOG. And then a long career at KYW in Philly. And I got a great story. He probably doesn't even know this or remember this. But anyway, so without further ado, I, I, I really always like Beasley. And uh, just great pipes, man. Great pipes, great delivery, good personality, good man. So without further ado, here we go. Where do I stop? I stop here. It's Beasley Reese. Oh, I'm with the great Beasley Reese. Looks fantastic. <laughs> NFL player. 
was 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 up there high with the NFL alumni. Yeah. Uh, and a great, great, great broadcaster. And it's always an honor. You got the big smile. You know, when you look back on your life, I'm sure you're very, very thankful. You made it out of North Texas State. You had a career in the NFL. And then you made the switch to broadcasting, and it wasn't like you started in a little podunk community. <laughs> I believe you were on the network and do it. Weren't did, yes. did, didn't you start like that? I, I called, well, I had to work my way up there now. I, I started out uh, uh, in in Tampa and uh, worked and loved it there. Worked in, te- in television for a couple of years in Tampa. While you were playing too, right? Didn't uh, you start I, or learn? I, I, I remembered start. it. I started, I had a, um, a television show in New York when I was with the Giants. A cable was brand new, just now coming out. I had a cable show, and then when I went to Tampa, I did some things for the um, uh, coaches show as soon as I retired, and then was offered the sports director job uh, at Channel 44, and uh, so I was there for over a year. I got invited to go to Connecticut with NBC, was with NBC long enough to get noticed by the networks and I did the Barcelona Olympics and then I did the Atlanta Olympics um, just a, an amazing career great opportunities came my way uh, then NBC lost the NFL for a brief period so I moved to Philly and took a CBS job and a CBS national job so I was calling games all over the country working seven days a week six months out of the year I mean it was a a rocket ride um, and, and and everything just went awesome you know that's really incredible now that you're saying this it's all coming back like right. when you did Olympic coverage yes. here you are as a football player that's what you knew yep. and you're thrown into Olympic coverage in a whole bunch of different sports oh, right Beasley? Went on boxing boxing I did boxing and uh, my first one in Barcelona was my greatest assignment ever and I had Oscar de la Hoya as the star. And so, you know, when you do the Olympics, you go to his gym in his hometown and you cover him for a week and come up with stories and, you know, worked out with him, a, a sparred, you know. Uh, and then in Atlanta, the Atlanta, the Atlanta Olympics in 1996, I had Mayweather. So I had two of the greatest ever. And uh, trained with them, uh, worked with them, and you know, did stories. And uh, I had to learn boxing. And in Barcelona, I met Teofilus Stevens. Stevenson, I remember. Yeah, Stevenson, a, a big champion from Cuba who couldn't really box around the world because of the situation with uh, Fidel Castro. Uh, Muhammad Ali, all, all the big guys, all the big guys. I sat with them, interviewed them. It was just an amazing time uh, yeah, in my life. But uh, I played in over 100 games. I called over 100 games. That I didn't know. Yes. I know that. Yes, with NBC and then with CBS, uh, Westwood One. Uh, I called games with West, Westwood One. And... Um, Retired at 62 years old from television and was hired by the NFL alumni to be their CEO. 
What was that experience like? Was that very, very enjoyable? You're, you're, you're working with former NFL players? It was, too much, it was too much in my heart. You know, you know, now we're talking about players. So my passion for that work was the greatest ever. So just, I mean, if a player called me, I don't give a darn what was going on. We got his issue managed. And so uh, that was a... That was an opportunity of a lifetime. I did it for four years and then uh, retired. Our new CEO is Brad Edwards. He played for the Washington football team, won a Super Bowl with them. And he is his last job was as the athletic director for George Mason University. So he has the skill set that we need to be the CEO of the NFL alumni. So I turned it over to the perfect guy and he's doing one heck of a job. Uh, we've got all kind of events here, a golf tournament, parties, legends parties, all, all kinds of stuff, uh, raising money to benefit the players, the Player Care Foundation. And uh, once again, it was just an honor to work for I, I was working for the players. I can see it. I it can I, I can see it in your eyes Good. and the passion. Good. Just a couple more real quick. Mm -hmm. What about the game today? Uh -huh. Has it changed so much? Does it still come down to the basics of tackling and, mm -hmm. and all that? What do you think, Beasley, I, when you I watch still, it? I still see guys playing football. Yeah, I still see, you know, I see it. I see it, and I think the rule changes are necessary uh, for safety and uh you know before i was a ceo i was talking trash you know oh they don't hit anybody oh they don't go to a training camp uh, they go to training camp for two weeks and they don't put on pads you know all the things that us old guys say but it was true now they don't i think they have less than 10 full pad practices over an amazing amount of time it might be over the whole, whole season once you make a team, you don't, you're not in danger of getting hit and joggled around until game day. And uh, so uh, and that's, that I came from the other side of the moon. I came from two-a-days and three-a-days and pads every day and hitting, running. Uh, now, there's, there's a plus to that because you learn how to fall. You learn how to hit. You learn how to take a hit. You learn how to make sure nobody hits you. You, know, you learn how to avoid a hit. And these kids today, I see them get knocked crazy. I'm like, didn't you see him coming? <laughs> Nobody brings that point up. Oh, no, no. You, you got to be in a fight to know how to fight. And we were, we were battling every, every day. I think Tuesday and maybe Saturday were the only days that we didn't strap it up and, and, and go to work. Cover some part of that practice was live and uh, all the time so it was just a you know it's it's a different game but i think it's necessary because we see the concussions so it's necessary that they change the rules listen it's an, an honor and a pleasure you've still got the beautiful pipes god given ah, you, you have a great personality and thank you're just you. such a good man beasley thank you it's so good to see you too all right take care I think I got down here uh, to Tampa Bay full-time to start at 970 WFLA Radio doing sports updates and had a Sunday night show. And then, of course, it, uh, the spinoff was WDAE All Sports Radio. But when I first came down here, I, 
I remember Beasley. It was either like right at the end of Beasley Reese's stint in Tampa at Channel 44 WTOG, or he had just been here, blah, blah, blah. But then he went to Philly. I was very aware of him. And so uh, when the Tampa Bay Devil Rays were playing the Philadelphia Phillies in the World Series, that was when Evan Longoria was a rookie. Uh, the Phillies won that World Series. And we were in Philly. And I remember doing live shots. We were on the third base side. The Philadelphia media was on the uh, first base side. And I remember going over, blah, blah, blah. And I said hello to Beasley. You know, Beasley, Tampa guy. How you been? Blah, 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 blah. A little bit of talk, small talk. We might have talked maybe one time after one of the games or something, doing a live thing on the field at the stadium. Beautiful stadium, Philly. That really is a beautiful, beautiful stadium. But uh, so anyway, to make a long story short, fast forward a couple of years after that, and Beasley was still at KYW in Philly. He was the main anchor. And I, they, I believe they had an opening for their number two guy. And I remember, you know, I was at Bay News 9, but it was towards kind of getting towards the end. And I was like, man, Beasley's a good guy. Like, I wonder if I could get through to Beasley. You know, usually the main sports anchor might have some say in who they're going to hire, but sometimes, a lot of times, it comes down to management, a news director, maybe there's a GM, they might have somebody in mind, they want to see somebody different, sometimes you even stay out of it, or you try to maybe give a name, that's happened over time, they might be looking for something specific, you know, uh, they maybe be looking, say, just for a female. They might be looking for somebody that was like like this or something. And, you know, however it, however it comes down. And it might not be your person, you know, that you suggest. But anyway, so there was an opening. And I remember sometimes I would call the producer, if there was a producer, and say, hey, what can you tell me about this opening? Maybe you put it, you know, blah, blah, blah. How can, you know, here's the name. Is it the news director is going to make the decision? Is it the assistant news director is the one that really gets the tapes and looks them over and da-da-da-da-da. This is over the years. So uh, I was like, what the heck? And I just called the KYW sports department and I called the assignment desk. A lot of times that's how to do it. Call the assignment desk. And I like Beasley Reese, sports please. You know, boom, 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 he picks up. That D-pipes, those D-pipes he had. Beasley, it's Rock Riley in Tampa. How you doing? Like I say, barely knew me because we we didn't really cross paths when we were here. And I said, what's going on, man? You guys looking for somebody? He took so much time. This was on a weeknight. And he was telling me about the station. He said it's heavily produced we're very lucky some of the other sports department doesn't have like the full-time producer. My producer produces everything and that's like great, man. It does a lot of stuff, all the editing, everything. Oh my God. But I mean, I just remember that. And I remember how he took a long time and he didn't have to do that. He was at the tail end. Yeah. It must have been because I just went on Wikipedia before I did this, looked it up, and I think it was 2015. They had let go of Beasley and it, like a news, like some big name people. And that's what happens sometimes. They start cutting in the budget and they look to get younger. It has, heck, happened to me. Happened to me at Bay News 9. 
and it isn't anything you didn't do, but I just remember, and I always remember that, and I didn't even have a chance to tell that to Beasley when we taped this podcast because it was done, it was real fast. He was with his lovely wife. Uh, she was making the rounds, uh, trying to get publicity for what her thing was, and Beasley was right there, and I said, Beasley got a few minutes for me, and blah, 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 sure, blah, 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 blah. But anyway, just a really good guy. Really good guy, always has a big smile, Big, a big, big, big thank you to Beasley. Beasley, you are the man. All right, so now here we go. What do we got going on? Um, we're in Thanksgiving, and I love it, love it, love it. Oh, oh, so here's what's happened. So you know how I've we've moved to this house, Upper Pinellas County in Florida here, and I love to be outside. I'm outside. I'm dealing with this lawn. Oh my God! It's 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 not coming back. I got this guy. Oh, just give me a couple of months. One, you know, we spray every two months. Put in the fertilizer. Believe me, it, 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 it ain't coming back. So I got a homeowners association. I had to put in a letter. Trying to can I put some plants down and do this and that. Blah, blah, blah. But I'm outside a lot, and the girls are inside at, in the evening at night after school. They both in the school system. Addie's in high school. Emily works in the school system with a couple of jobs she has. And anyway, so I'm outside. I'm outside. I'm outside in the evening, crank open a beer or two, doing the lawn. I sit out on a chair, blah, blah, blah. So the neighbors, <laughs> you know, they do their walk. They walk with the dog and this and that. So they they see me. They, they, they don't know I'm my wife or my daughter at all. It's me because I'm outside all the time. So I talk to them. You know, how you doing? How you doing? And... Uh, so this younger guy comes out with his dog and I said like, nice night. And he's like, excuse me. And he had uh, earbuds in, takes him out. I said, nice night, isn't it? And it was on a Friday night. He goes, yeah, it is. Yes, sir. And then his dog didn't want to go. It was like pulling back on, on the leash. The dog did not want to leave my driveway, the property. And I was just sitting there and this young guy goes, I think my dog wants to meet you, it looks like. And the dog started wagging the tail. I stood up, went over, petted the dog. It was a girl. I said, we got a little dog, but she's a little yapper with other dogs, blah, blah, blah. And we just started talking, and I go, oh, oh so you're from around here? You know? He's like, well, I'm just visiting my parents. I'm uh, a cowboy in Wyoming, but I grew up on this street. You're a cowboy from Wyoming? And I'm like, oh, my God, I love the West. I was in Denver, Colorado, like 28 years ago, Littleton. We went back to visit this summer, and I started getting those feelings like, oh, my God, I love this. Oh, I love the mountains. Oh, I love the no humidity. Oh, I love the time change. Oh, 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 oh. And so we just started talking. He was telling me about his life and the difference. He worked on some ranches around here or in the state of Florida. He would be in charge of like eight, ten ranches. And it was real hard, the heat. But in Wyoming, it's the cattle. And to try to keep the cattle healthy. And you got to know about sickness when they're giving birth. And if it's like 50 degrees below zero and that calf will die. He was telling me everything, man. It was great. We had a good time. I said, you drink beer? He goes, I do. A little bit of whiskey. I'm like, oh, no, no whiskey. All right, we'll stop by anytime. I got cold beer in the fridge here, man. We'll talk. So he's just a good guy. But what it did was it brought me thinking um, on like, you know, most, I would say, what, what do you think? I would say like 
80% of the time, you can't go back in life. That's the way I look at it. You know, because this summer was one of the most fun summers I've had in a long time. And one of them was a trip to New Jersey because I covered the Jets and the Buccaneers uh, joint practice in my home of Morris County, where I grew up. And I was in a hotel with the team, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the team hotel. And it's right, I've been at that place. It was a Marriott. I mean, I've been there for some different events, then they redid it. So I would leave the team hotel in my rental car and go back to the town that I grew up in. And I'm walking all around. I'd park near the Dover Library and I walked to Blackwell Street. I walked all through everything by Sacred Heart, the, the, the elementary school that I was at. Walked around everything, everything. And it also, it seems a lot smaller, you know, but it was just like, wow, it felt good to be back. And then the high school that I went to, Morris Catholic, or uh, some of the fields that I pitched on, you know, and I like the town of Denville. Dover is like, but Denville is really, really nice. And my mother ended up in a retirement home in Denver and she loved it there. Now she has since passed, but I went and I said a little prayer. They have now leveled that and uh, they're going to build like apartments or quality, whatever. I don't know. But there was this little, my mother's very, very Catholic and religious and they had this like statue and this and that. It's still there. And I went over there and I said a little prayer to my mother and all that and da-da-da-da-da. And it was like I really felt good being back. Now, my first radio, my first real, real radio, full-time real radio station was WSUS. And that's in Sussex County, New Jersey. Very rural. God's country. They call it the tri-state area because it's Pennsylvania, New York State, and New Jersey. And they're in, the, in one area. Like they converge. And uh, when I first got up there, I used to mock it out, and I ended up loving it, loving it. Had a blast in life. Stayed there five years, and I love it. And I've become friends with the program director of WSUS, FM 102.3, First News and First Sports. Was it First Report Sports, First Report News, and the hits? Music, it's just hits now. They don't really do the news or I don't even know if they do local sports like high school coverage. I don't think they even do that reports. Um, and then they have an FM up there, which is a rock station. This Barasio, Barasio, uh, Jimmy, he's got a great, he's got great voice. He's a great rock jock. He's the morning guy. They used to have an afternoon guy. They, they, they just do voice track. You know, they don't use him anymore. He's since been on. But I was always thinking, even like as of two years ago, like, and I became friends with this Steve, Steve Allen. And uh, I would be like, wow, wouldn't it be kind of cool? It would be cool to go back where I started to kind of finish out. But my daughter is just thriving as she's a freshman at this high school. Classes, teachers, Activities afterwards, cheer, chorus, musical theater, loving it, great. You know, my wife, it's all about our daughter. But, you know, you always think, you know, you just always think, wow, wow, wow. But you know what? 
what I've experienced is you go, you have a great time visiting. You see some of the old sites where I used to live, where I used to go. When I went to Denver, I went down to the um, this field where I used to, I was always on a baseball team, where I moved to Denver, I moved to Florida, wherever I went, New Jersey. Like I was always on a, base, a men's baseball team, I always pitched. I could get on and immediately. And as soon as I'd move, wherever I'd go, I, no problem. And so I would just run, like I would run a sprint and walk back. Run a sprint. I didn't do any long distance running. If you're a pitcher, you got to have your legs in shape. I would do that and I would throw a ball against the wall. That way I don't have to call somebody. Can you play catch with me? Nobody's around. And I just do that. And I ended up doing that for 20 some years, 30 years, whatever. But where I was in a condo across the street, there was an elementary school and then there was a field. And they had like a little baseball field, softball field, and a little area. And it was still there. And I was with Emily's family. We were staying in an Airbnb in this house in, in uh, south of Denver, Littleton area. And I said, I'll be back. Go ahead. Because I was chauffeuring everybody around. And I went. It's, 30, it's like 30 some years ago. And I ran on the field. I ran my sprint back, walked, ran back, ran back, ran back. Probably did like eight of them. And I was like, it's 30 years later and I'm still, and I'm looking across to the condo where I lived and, and, and just like, oh my God, this, it was surreal. I went to the supermarket where I used to go, but they had redone it. So it really didn't look the same, but the same complex right there. A lot more stuff has been built, you know, right near this river that there was a path that I would bike and walk all the time and it was just like wow 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 i'm talking about denver here and in jersey going back up to sussex county but what i realize is like you probably can't go back and i think i hit on this last week on the podcast or maybe it was a podcast before this or i was telling somebody I with Joe Madden is one of my favorites. Joe Madden, the former Chicago Cubs manager, Tampa Bay Devil Rays, Rays manager, Angels, and he was fired last year. They went on a 12-game losing streak early. He did not get along with management. He had been in the Angels organization for 30-some years as a minor league coach and player. And then made it to the bigs, and then he was like a bench coach, and he was an interim manager when this, the 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 manager got ca- you know canned for a day or two, and, and then he became a manager for the first time late in his age um, with the Rays. And here was an opportunity to go back to the Angels organization, which he loved, loved, and he went. He took the gig, and he was telling me when he got there. It wasn't the same. It wasn't what he remembered. And oh, he's getting pushback and he's getting this guy micromanaging and then telling like this and that. And he's like, whoa. And they fired him. And he was like, I'll never do that again. I have to have the bosses, the head guys be on the same page as me. 
you know, blah, blah, blah. But it was like one of those things where he had been with that, the Angels organization for 30 some years. Here's an opportunity now to be the, the skipper of the Angels. You won a World Series with the Cubs. You went to the World Series with the lowly Tampa Bay Devil Rays, the Rays, you know, and here you are going back. You're going to finish out. And he was out like so. It's just it's just interesting. It got me thinking when I was talking to this young man who was on my driveway, who's a cowboy from Wyoming. By the way, he was telling me that the reason why he's back here is he's visiting his parents. And I've seen his father walking the two dogs. I just a bald headed guy. I never said hello to him. I didn't know him. And uh, he grew up homeschooled on this street. And he he had a boss at the at the uh, place that he was at in Wyoming that was an asshole, a jerk off, and he just could not take it. He got COVID, and they he had to keep on working through it. He never worried. He worked ten hours a day. Never got any time off ever. And the guy was this and that. And he's like, I can't take it. And instead of going to another uh, farm ranch. In Wyoming, he's like, you know what, man? Let me go down. Let me go back down to, to Florida and let me visit my parents. And I'll do that for a couple of weeks. So that was that. But he's a young guy. His truck broke down like four times. He, the trailer that he was pulling in storage, somebody robbed him of everything on his way from Wyoming to Florida. He didn't have anything. And yet he was happy-go-lucky. You know, younger guy. I'm saying late 20s, something like that. But it just got me thinking when he was talking about Wyoming and the West. I'm like, oh, my God, the West. The West, the West, the West. But you can't you can't have a place just based on climate. <laughs> and that's where you want to move to because of that. Now, don't get me wrong. And here's the other thing, because believe me, I had really thought about this stuff. Like I am in the fourth quarter of life. At my age, I am, I would say, midway early, I hope. Not, not, not the two minute warning. <laughs> you never know. Oh my God. You never know. But I am in the fourth quarter of life. And I thought, I don't want to, I cannot sit on the couch. You know, Emily's like, don't you want to get something different? Don't you want to do something different? Get get a little part time, get some, get another job. No, I really don't. I was told that one of my bosses that had lunch with me after I was, uh, looking at the end, he's like, "Man, do this! I'm 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 teaching at a university. I love it. I'm not in the newsroom anymore. Do try something new. You've already done it. No, that's what I love doing. You know, no. But uh, but but anyway, so that was that, and I enjoyed my conversation. Hopefully, maybe I got a new friend now here on the street. So funny, so funny because the age that I am." Everybody else my age, the kids are already grown. The blah, blah, blah. A lot like, oh, we used to do it better back in my day. No, I don't like that. So, you know, and the thing is what I really, really, really enjoy. But, but that being said, I do have a name here in Tampa Bay. And I probably wouldn't get to do some of the things that I'm able to do uh, covering teams and sports if I was back in a different, or like I was in a different market or starting. But it, it's fun to think. It really is. You know what I mean? You got to keep looking for something to, to, to keeping you going. And I would have loved that. Now, what I do love, here's the, here's the thing. I still want to work full time. 
I do in my field. And I have been trying and I'm not going to give up. Um, but I'll take whatever I can get. But what I, what I'm very appreciative of, cause it's going on five years now since I wasn't renewed at Bay News 9. Yeah, it's that long. Hell, COVID was three years ago, guys. So the one thing that's been tremendous is I don't miss any of Addie's activities, performances, games, events, school things. I'm able to go to all of them, and I love it. I love it. I love seeing her after her performance and she's with her friends and they're having a good time and they just, you know, I just love that. Love that. Or love seeing her on stage. Love seeing her on the sidelines as a cheerleader. Um, whatever it is, you know, just love it. Love it, love it, love it. And it was so funny too because... Like I say, she's uh, f- she's 14, her friend 14, 15 years old, and I was driving him around yesterday. One of her friends, uh, after school, was going to have a little sleepover, come over, and she's also an actress in music, theater, and all that type of thing, and she and Addie sing in harmony. Like, they don't even try. They just... And so... I picked them up in the car line at the high school and my wife was doing her job and she said, okay, you're going to play chauffeur for the day. And I had the time. I'm like, great. Love it. Would love it. And so picked up the girls. They get in the back seat. They're laughing. They're having a good time. I don't ask questions. Let them just have their time. They've been in school all day. Now I had on uh, a little uh, blues it was playing on my Spotify and I thought, you know what? Let me ask them what they want to hear. And what they want to hear is to me, pop bubblegum music that I don't want to hear, but you know what? It's their time. So I said, what do you girls want to want to hear? And Addie goes, not that I'm trying to, I got a teacher like, listen, just cause you don't like it. Don't be so, do I say that to what you like? What you, this is good music, but whatever. And her friend, Bella said, uh, Taylor Swift. I'm like, Oh God. And, uh, Addie is not really, it's not like Addie is really a Taylor Swift fan, but so, you know what? I popped it on and they were singing. Her friend was singing and they were singing and they were on their phones and they're looking at stuff and then they're laughing and then they were singing, singing. And it was just, man, that's how they, you know. So I took them to where we had to go and we had to go to the dollar store and then stop at Target. And I walked the girls in because they're teenage girls, young teenage girls. I'm going to walk them in, make sure everything's cool, but also step, step back. I'll be right outside the store. And I'll hang. And I waited for a long time. So maybe there was a bench there near dollar store, hung there. Beautiful day out. And then go in, make sure everything's cool. Boom. All right. And then Target, same thing. I'll be outside, Ben. Boom. There was actually a guy with a little, little, little kid. He goes, oh, this is a famous sportscaster. I laughed. I go, oh, my God. No one remembers. No one. How you doing, buddy? And it made my day. Because <laughs> I ain't famous. But how about that? 
So anyway, he walked in and blah, blah. I said, have a great day. How you doing, buddy? Little kid. Oh, the cars. A lot of cars. He had a lot of cars here. He had a lot of cars in this parking lot. So anyway, so I was waiting outside. Da, 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 da. We came in. We came back in the car. Now we're going to head to our house. And her friend is going to be spending the night. So And that's great because Addie's the only child, so to have a friend. So we're driving home. And when I plugged in my phone, my cord is like frayed and it wasn't taking or something like that. And so I'm like, well, you know what? We've already played Taylor Swift. Da, 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 da. I just can't believe the phenomena of Taylor Swift. Look, she's good. Obviously, she's good. Her songs are catchy. But, you know, honestly, she's like bigger than the Beatles. It just blows me away. I, I, I just, I, I, but whatever. And so Addie's friend said, let's play a game. I'll just hit something and you got to sing with me. And Addie goes, well, I don't know if I, you know, I don't know if you know the songs because Addie's friend, her dad plays in a local band and she grew up on 80s rock music hits. So Addie did not. I'm not, pl I play my stuff for myself. I did. I wasn't really putting that stuff, blasting it through. No, no, nothing. I just don't. So I mean, and every song that her friend was playing, she would hit. Addie knew, they knew. And I'm listening to them. They are singing in harmony. Because my father, God rest his soul, he used to love harmony and singers that would sing, harmonize. And these two, it was just, I was getting a show all the way home. It, it was, we hit a little traffic and it was slow going and it was great and I don't want to say anything and let them do their things and it's amazing the retention like they know the words to every song I can put on movies that Addie will know every word she hears something once and she remembers it it's incredible but it was just so great to hear and then last night when her parents came by one is a music teacher or a, a course no a, Musical theater teacher at the middle school. The other one is a principal, her mom and dad. And when they were, they came over to drop off stuff for her, her daughter to have for the night, overnight stuff, you know what I mean? And uh, when they were leaving, I was like, they, the girls are harmonizing when I'm driving. And I'm just like, oh my God. And her mom goes, you should have the voice track, you should have the tracks playing. Like they have this thing for musical theater that's called tracks or something. And she goes, then you get the full effect. I'm like, oh my God, please, 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 please. So at least I'm loving that to be able to do that because all my years, like for my son, if he'd have anything at night, like I was working from three to midnight. The show was live at 11 o'clock or 10.30, 11 o'clock. And so I was hardly ever off. I didn't take days off, uh, maybe for a special occasion, but you know, you miss out on things and that is, has been a godsend having the time to be able to go to all those things. So that, that was kind of cool. But here we are, like it's Thanksgiving. What are you doing for Thanksgiving? Are you, are you cooking the bird? Are you having people over? God bless you. That's a lot of work. My brother loves it, Billy. He loves doing that. Uh, he's good at it. He's good at it. I'm not. But... So we are. We got invited to uh, Emily's parents' friends, and it's going to be off the chain because it's in this community called Avila, very, very uh, uh, ritzy. 
and I'm sure it's going to be all done up. So it's going to be great. Going to be great. Very nice people. Very, very, very nice people. Um, I've done the traveling before on Thanksgiving, the airport. I've also on the morning of. Now, I've done this. My brother Patrick has done this. Travel on. If you got to fly out, if you can fly out on Thanksgiving morning, that's the way to go. Although, I don't know now. That might be packed. Because like I said, in this last year, I have gone to Phoenix twice, Denver, Newark Airport, New Jersey, stops in between. Every single airport and flight I have been on has been packed to the gills. So maybe that thing about flying on Thanksgiving morning, maybe it doesn't even maybe it doesn't even ring true anymore. I don't know. But if you are having to do that and deal with all that, God, I hope there's not delays. I, I'm 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 pulling for you. I'm pulling for you. If you're going to grandma's or wherever you're going. But it's always, it is nice, isn't it? And I like having the football, the NFL games on in the background. Lions are always playing. Don't take that tradition away, you know? Just, I love it. Love it. You'll go to someone's house. Oh, they got the big spread. Oh, they got the appetizers going. Maybe the beer is flowing or whatever you whatever your case may be. The football game's on over there. Maybe the men were over there talking. That and this and that. Oh, I love it, 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 love it. Although the house that we're going to, he used to have season tickets to the Bucks, and he is out of the football business. He plays golf, and he's been trying to get me to play golf. It's not my thing. And so I, he probably won't even, he might not even have the Thanksgiving game on in the background. That's fine. I don't care. I don't know. It's gonna, I'm getting a catered, unbelievable meal. I'm very, very, very thankful. That's the thing about golf. Like back when I went to St. Leo College for two years, that's a small college here outside of Tampa Bay. And we used to go to the driving range. And, oh, we were all lit up, and we'd hit these balls, and it was fun, fun. You know, you always you try to hit the guy that's picking them up with the cage in the cart, you know, or the big the thing, You right, right? And uh, just had a blast. And I could hit it, it would slice. But, you know, golf, to me, I don't know, I was always playing baseball. Even into 44 is when I had my first operation on my shoulder and then came back at 50 and pitched again. So golf takes up a lot. And I like to be good at things that I do. And uh, I did it with my the wife that passed and he, my father-in-law. And he, he used to have a tournament every year. And I played with him one time. And then he gave me some left-handed clubs and, and some kids in the neighborhood back in Sussex County. They stole them out of my uh, garage. Not not garage, like the downstairs. There was an opening. They had basements up north and the big steel door. And it was open or something. I think they, they took my clubs. And that was my excuse. Oh, they, they, they stole my clubs. You know, I can't I can't play. But, uh, <laughs> and then <laughs> my boss at Bay News 9, Elliot Weiser, and he would be like, you got to play golf. You got to play golf with me because I'm going to take out some business people, you know, it might be clients or something. Again, every time you got to do it, I'm like, I said, it's not my game, Elliot. Like just, you know, and he's like, I'll pay for you to have lessons. And I'm like, ah, oh, 
Oh, but I know that there are guys that are addicted to it, you know, addicted. When I went to see Joe Madden last summer, he play, he play, he was on a streak of playing every single day. When he got fired by the Anaheim Angels, or the LA Angels of Anaheim, he's a competitive guy and he loves golf and he just had, he started, he played every day. Played every day. Cali came back, went to PA, stayed in, stayed in Pennsylvania. That's it. Played every single day. Like, you know, you can, that will eventually wear off. You know, you gotta, I believe what is true is you gotta have like kind of a balance. Like too much of a good thing is not good because then you just get used to it. Then, then that good thing is not that great anymore. You know what I mean? It's the same way with anything. It's beers. If I drink every day a six pack, uh, that ain't gonna. I'm not gonna enjoy the 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 night of having the beers, or whatever it is, right? Even if it's food, if you're just constantly just eating all day, you know, or just constant, you know. So anyway, my point is, Thanksgiving. I thank you if you have been listening to me with this podcast for a long time. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate it. And we'll see what these next couple of months brings. I did book my flight to lost wages. I did book a hotel within walking distance from the Strip in Vegas for the Super Bowl. So... I put in for credentials. I hopefully will be accepted. And I'm going. I'm going the week of game, week of game credential, not the game. Very hard to get the game. Uh, I'll be back home watching the game and settled in. I like that because everybody's flying out on a Monday morning from a Super Bowl. Ooh. But uh, I'm going to Tuesday early morning and coming back Friday night slash Saturday morning. Um, it's one of those all-night uh, jobs, red eye. So well, hopefully I'll bring you a lot of guests and uh, be able to really, really do it up and have a good time. All right, listen, I hope you have a good time. Hope you have a great Thanksgiving. Thank you to Beasley Reese. You still got those pipes, Beasley. And I'll talk to you next week, guys. All right? Thank you. Thank you.